All right, Alexander, let's talk about the Eurasia Economic Council meeting that uh, took place the other day. And in attendance was also Armenia and Hashinian. So uh, what, uh, what happened at this meeting? Well, it's a very interesting meeting, actually. I mean, this brings together the states of what's called the Eurasian Economic Union, which is basically Russia, Belarusia, Kazakhstan, and I think Kyrgyzia as well. But um, increasingly, some of the other Central Asian states, Uzbekistan, um, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, are aligning with it. But anyway, it was those core states... It, in other words, it's it's the economic core of what used to be the Soviet Union. Um, Armenia is also a member, and it has done very well economically. It must be said, out of the Eurasian Economic Union, uh, Putin pointed out that you, Armenia's growth uh, it's achieved an, an annual growth rate of around nine percent this year. And, you know, it's doing that as a member of the Eurasian Economic Union. So, as we know, Prime Minister Pashinyan has been trying to realign Armenia with the West. But he's been talking about NATO membership and EU membership. He's thrown a huge fit over the Collective Security Treaty Organization. But at the same time, he seems to understand, or at least some of the people around him are perhaps telling him, we've got to keep in with the Eurasian Economic Union because without it, our economy will go massively downhill. So he turns up in St. Petersburg where they have this meeting and apparently there were all sorts of private discussions and they agreed a roadmap for their organisation, which apparently moves towards, you know, greater economic integration, improving economic links and all of those sort of things within the Eurasian Economic Union, you know, tying it together more closely. But at the same time, a big news was that they've ratified a free trade agreement with Iran. And remember, Armenia borders Iran and Iran is a major um, ally of Armenia, but anyway, a free trade agreement with Iran, and they're now working towards concluding free trade, free trade agreements with U the UAE and Egypt. So we can see how the territory of the former Soviet Union is reintegrating economically quite rapidly. Uh, even Armenia is being pulled along. The president of Azerbaijan, Ilham Aliyev, had a telephone call with Putin whilst this meeting in St. Petersburg was underway. So Azerbaijan is gradually edging towards joining, rejoining as well. Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan and Tajikistan seem to be heading in the same direction. Iran has now concluded a free trade agreement. UAE and Egypt are following. And you can see that Eurasian economic integration is happening alongside and as part of BRICS expansion.
because that is what this is ultimately all about. It's 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 building up the bricks. Yeah, one belt, one road, all of it. The yeah, the whole one concept of of bricks and one belt, one road is is being facilitated through the Eurasian Economic uh, yes uh, union. union. Yes, at some point or rather, those two concepts, the One Belt, One Road and the Eurasian Economic Union will merge. <laughs> I mean, if, if not formally, that it will be like, you know, uh, uh, they, they will exist so much in parallel with each other that they will become integrated in the same way that the European Iron and Steel Community and Euratom um, converged in 1960 into the Europe, European economic community of long ago, <laughs> not not what we have today. But you you can see that this is this is the way in which the two are working. So the the Russians have this economic union, a single market, if you like, within U Eurasia, with the biggest Eurasian economies: Belarus, Russia, Kazakhstan. Uzbekistan very likely to join their Russian industrial projects now pressing forward in Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenia, Turkmenistan likely to join before long, Azerbaijan sniffing at, the, at doing so. But the Chinese at the same time building all their various corridors and their infrastructure links and Iran and the UAE and Egypt about to join the BRICS in January and negotiating their free trade deals with this Eurasian Economic Union, which opens the corridors to Chinese trade. So everything is why would Armenia sewn together? Every, yeah, why would Armenia trade in nine percent growth and, and and all of all of this this integration, economic integration, especially at the end of the day with China? Like the manufacturing engine of of the world, uh, why would Armenia trade all of that in to, to integrate with who? The European Union trade in nine percent growth, so you can you you could move into a block that's in recession, and, and that ha and that's f a block whose future looks looks terrible, desperate, bleak. <laughs> why, why why would you trade that in? Well, indeed, I mean, I want no to. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense at all. But I mean, the thing to say about the European Union is that with some people around the world, you know, including in Armenia, I suspect the European Union is more of a cargo cult now than anything else. I mean, they, they are they, they are true believers in the message and they're not going to let a little thing like, you know, sacrificing 9% annual growth stand in the way of that. But Perhaps Pashinyan. And I wonder whether here in his case, the recent events in Ukraine might not have played a role. I mean, the fact that there's been this uh, big military defeat by Ukraine with the failure of its offensive, the fact that the Russians are on the move, whether even Pashinyan has you know, suddenly seen maybe this isn't quite working out. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to speculate too much about him because he's a... Very difficult. He's a, he's a chameleon character. Anyway, whatever. But um, if we're talking about logic, if we're talking about numbers, if we're talking about economic benefits, it makes absolutely no sense for Armenia to shift. Um, but of course, some people wanted to.
because they believe in it. And remember, you've got all the NGOs in Armenia. You've got all the newspapers that they run. We've got all the well-paid people who work for these entities. And of course, for them personally, it continues to be financially beneficial to realign with the West, or so they think. All right, we will uh, end it there. The Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, Telegram, Rockfin, and Twitter X. And go to the Duran shop. Use the code CHRISTMAS20, 20% off all merch. Take care.